Hello, everyone. Today, I am talking about something that I never thought I would be talking about, and that is how I went from someone who hated working out to becoming a personal trainer. And I can honestly say that I have struggled with health and fitness for so long that I never thought this day would come. So I have been a personal trainer for a couple years now, but the reality is I wasn't someone who, you know, was always really active and found it really easy to stay active, to work out, to have that healthy routine. Absolutely not. I am someone who would start, give up, fall off the wagon, and was often so discouraged by my lack of consistency or lack of ability to stick with a program or something that I gave up far more times than people ever realize. And so this is how I made my transition from hating working out to now loving it and feeling like I thrive when I do it. Many, many years ago, well over a decade, I got a gym membership and the alarm would go off at six o'clock and I'd be like, nope, 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 not doing it. This bed is so much warmer. Why on earth would I get out of bed, be cold, have to put clothes on, go somewhere to work out and get sweaty all before work when I could, you know, lay in bed or sleep for an extra hour and a half or hour, whatever it is. And that's kind of the mentality that I would have. I would have some days where I would drag myself out, make it, but be pretty miserable and pretty lost at the gym. You know, I'd spend more time staring at what people were doing, or I would be so unsure that I would just get on the treadmill or elliptical and mindlessly do 40 minutes on there just to, you know, check off that day. And my goal every time I started my fitness journey was because I wanted to lose weight, because I had a trip coming up, because I was going to have to wear a bathing suit, because summer was coming. And my goal was always related to losing weight. And I'm not going to pretend I'm all high and mighty. And that's not what my goal is when I started my most recently, uh, or my, when I started, uh, back in 2015, where I have since kept going consistently. When I started back in 2015, again, that was my goal again. I had reached a point in my life where I was so unhappy with my body. I lacked confidence. There was like a period of years where good luck finding me in a bikini in any kind of picture. They they just don't exist because I didn't want to have those memories. I did not want to have my photo taken. And that makes me really unhappy looking back. And I'm glad that I started even I'm not I'm not judgmental of anyone who wants to lose weight. I mean, it's great if you're looking to get strong and build muscle. But realistically, a lot of us don't start at that point. A lot of us start out for aesthetic reasons where you're like, I want to look good. I want to fit into that. I want to feel confident. Those are perfectly normal reasons. But I will say those are not necessarily reasons that will keep you going lifelong. So there is nothing wrong with having aesthetic goals, but I think aesthetic goals are something that will motivate you only for a certain number of time, so for a certain amount of time, 
at which point it's going to be important that you're actually enjoying the journey, that you're actually enjoying how you work out and move your body. That, my friends, is what will keep you going long term. That is what helps you to establish lifestyle changes where you're not like, oh my gosh, I have to get up to do this. I mean, some days, (laughs) some days you're still going to think that, but some days you're going to be like, oh wow, I feel so great now. I feel so accomplished. And that, that is priceless. But that for me certainly didn't happen overnight. And it certainly didn't happen right away. It happened probably after like 10 years of me starting and giving up and, you know, quote unquote failing. And so some of the things that I found really held me back in the past from sticking with a program or sticking with exercise was I would set my goal so high that it felt really unattainable. I would go from zero to 100. I wouldn't ease myself into things. I wouldn't say, okay, this week, I'm just going to aim for two workouts, two workouts this week, two workouts next, next week, and two workouts the week after that. That's not how I would do it. I'd be like, I'm committing to this. I'm going to do five workouts this week. And going from zero to five workouts, I mean, those are some pretty great goals, but I think you also need to know yourself and knowing the kind of person I am, when the goal is so high and so out of your norm, it's a lot harder to achieve it, especially to stick with it long term beyond a week's period of time. And so my suggestion to you is if you are struggling, set your goals in such a way where you are going to nail them every time. It might be one workout a week. It might be two. It might be two 15-minute workouts for the entire week. Whatever it is, set it so you can attain it, so you can check it off, so you can feel successful. There's nothing wrong with setting up, setting yourself up for success. If anything, that's just smart. That's good practice. Okay, my next point is, I, like I mentioned, I only used to work out to lose weight and that's not gonna motivate you long-term. So while that might be your initial motivation, when you start to feel like you're lacking motivation or you're like, you know what, I really don't like what I'm doing anymore. I don't like how I'm working out anymore. Instead of giving up, make a change. And I say this as someone who did make a change. I pivoted. I started off doing some workout program where I worked out at home. It was three high intensity workouts a week and two low intensity cardio workouts a week. And I started dreading having to do those. And that's when I transitioned and pivoted to working out in a gym and lifting weights. Because first thing in the morning, the last thing I wanted to do was jump around. But mentally, I was like, oh, I can go. I can go in and I can lift some weights. I could do some bicep curls. I could do some squats. I could, you know, that, that seemed doable. So remember that it's okay to shift your approach. It's okay to change how you're training. All of those things are okay because the thing is you want to be doing this long term. All right, the third thing that I found really held me back from sticking with this or sticking with working out was I didn't see any change. And a big part of the reason I didn't see a lot of physique change was I was constantly rewarding my training sessions with food. I'd be like, wow, great job, Nikki. Here's this food for you. You know, good job, Nikki. You did your workout. You deserve a cookie. And I don't think there's anything wrong with enjoying food. I think that is a fundamental part of life. I love food. I love everything I eat. I'm not someone who's going to restrict myself, but at the same time, 
I was eating things simply based on the feeling of I deserve this. It's not that I was hungry. It's not that I, you know, needed to eat a meal. It was simply just, hey, you know what? You did good. You deserve to eat this. And so really honing in my nutrition knowledge and learning about macronutrients, learning about calories, all of those things really helped me to see results, get progress. And when I was able to see those changes, it made it a lot easier to keep putting the work in because that work seemed like it was getting me somewhere. So don't disregard the nutrition aspect of things. All right, next one. Pick a time of day that works for you because people are going to say, oh, the best time of day to work out is morning. The best time of day to work out is afternoon. I don't care what time of day you work out. What is the time of day where you are going to have the least number of excuses? The later in the day it gets, the greater my list of excuses is. Guaranteed. I know that even almost five years deep, by three or four o'clock, my list of excuses is extensive. I was like, oh, I'm tired. Oh, I still got some work to do. Maybe I should check in with my clients. Maybe I should, whatever it is. And so if you are someone who really struggles with afternoon workouts, get them done first thing in the morning. If every time your alarm goes off at 6 a.m. and you think to yourself, no way, I am not doing this, and you keep skipping that morning workout, try the afternoon. You have to figure out a way to make things work for you. When it comes to motivation, something else to think about is what's going to motivate you that has nothing to do with food? There are lots of things that can motivate you. You know, be like, hey, you know what? After two weeks of doing this, when I get my two workouts in next week, I'm going to reward myself with a new tank top. I'm going to reward myself with a new resistance band. Whatever it is that's going to excite you, keep you going, keep you interested. Those things are important. A lot of us are extrinsically motivated and it's okay to kind of have that carrot dangling in front of you. You're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to get my nails done. I'm going to get a massage, whatever it is. That's okay to plan ahead for. And it's okay to have things to look forward to. Now, some other things that held me back in the past was, okay, oh, it's so expensive. A gym membership is so expensive. And I won't lie, there are some gym memberships up there where I was like, what? People pay that much money? I literally pay $4 a week for my gym. And it's got everything I need. Things it doesn't have, I just modify, do other variations of exercises. But there are a lot of options out there. You just need to take the time to do your research. Instead of going to a fancy gym, go to the community center. And you know what? You might find if you do the math and you go, you know what? I'm going to aim for three months of working out. I'm going to start with three months. If a gym membership is $60 a month and I do it for three months, that's 180 bucks. What could I buy equipment wise for 180 bucks? There's lots of different ways to think about this. I mean, you could also go the much more affordable route and grab a couple of bands or a set of dumbbells off Amazon and start working out at home. That's currently what I'm doing. I've got two sets of dumbbells, a pair of 10s and a pair of sevens and a red resistance loop that I use for all my home workouts. I get a great workout in, and then I'm doing four days of lifting, and that's all the equipment I need. And then I have two days of like HIIT or Tabata, where it either has dumbbells or it's just body weight things. So you really and truly do not need to spend a lot of money on equipment and things 
in order to get a good workout. If you decide later to invest in those things, go for it, but don't let cost hold you back. Honestly, for, you know, $20, you can get some things delivered to you in the mail that do not take up a lot of space. Start with some TheraBand, start with some resistant glutes, but start with something that you are going to be able to stick with. All right. The next point is I'm too busy. I kind of covered this one before with excuses, but the whole I'm too busy thing is a big factor for so many of us. But the thing is, there are so many people busier than us. There are people who are single parents, who work full-time jobs, who drop their kids off at school, who drive their kids to sports, who do all these things, and somehow manage to get in a 30 or 40 minute workout. But the thing is, oftentimes in order to do that, you need to make a sacrifice. Something has to give. That might mean you spend less time scrolling on your phone. That might mean you spend less time watching Netflix. That might mean waking up 30 minutes earlier. But if you really want something, you are going to find a way. You're not going to make excuses. You are going to find a way. So don't, don't think, oh, you're too busy. There are plenty of people busier than both you and I who are making this work. It doesn't have to be a long workout. 15 minutes is still 15 minutes. You can get a real good sweat on in 15 minutes. All right. Have I convinced you yet? And I have one last point for this podcast, and that is don't aim for perfect. It's not possible to be perfect. It's not possible to have those perfect weeks, week after week. It's not always going to be easy. You're not always going to be motivated. Your food is not always going to be on point. And that is okay. Even being a personal nutrition coach, even being a personal trainer, I have days where I don't prioritize my workouts, where I struggle to make good choices with my food. That's real life. So don't get discouraged by one bad day. Every meal or every day is a new opportunity to make choices that are going to bring you closer to where you want to be. It's not about perfect. It's simply about aiming for slightly better than yesterday. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, you can check out my full-length workouts. You can check out my members area. I've got lots of recipes. I have a home workout program. I have a gym program. And you can learn more about this on my Instagram page at justget.fit. Or feel free to email me at nikki at justget.fit for one-on-one nutrition coaching. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to subscribe.